I appreciate you recording 23 minutes of nonsense. <laughs> Dude, I that is going to be a lot to listen to. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Puck Puck Pass, and these are your hosts, the hockey know-it-alls, KJ and Zach Mack. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Puck Puck Pass. As always, I'm your host, KJ. It is a Halloween episode, so I am joined by the very spooky Zach Mack. Dude, how are you doing tonight? Ooh, I'm doing well, man. Actually, as we record today, uh, it's not... We're not on Halloween. It's actually today's actually National Cat Day. So I don't have any cats myself, but I know you've got a couple. So blessings that way. But um, I want to extend well wishes to the Predators because a saber tooth tiger is technically a cat, and the Florida Panthers. And I also had the Minnesota Wild written down, but their mascot is a bear, which I'm just now realizing is not a cat. So I was trying to throw something to the wild, but they get nothing. So Predators and Panthers, shout out to them. But I'm good, man. How are you doing? So this might um, make me sound kind of stupid, but are coyotes coyotes are like the dog? Thing, yeah, right? yeah, probably like considered. Wolf. Okay, I'm not sure. Technically, wow, that was, that's scary for me. I don't know that, uh, dude. I'm doing I'm doing great tonight. It's been a, a fun almost half hour of prepping for this episode, which is an inordinate amount of prep uh, for us to do for two episodes. Now that we've been doing them twice a week, so. We hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to have a really, really fun trick-or-treating segment here at the end. Uh, But we've got some really fun player news. It's really exciting, um, good, bad, all sorts of player news. So let's let's hop right into that. Um, We'll we'll start with the bad. Gabriel Landeskog announced today that he's out indefinitely, which means now my version of the perfect line – is only one third healthy, so it's going to be the Nathan McKinnon show from here on out. Yeah, uh, I saw that tweet today. I thought that was pretty spot on. This hurts. Uh, this hurts your fantasy team, doesn't it? Is he? You got? I think you scooped him. Well, I yeah, I have Landis Cog mm-hmm. and I have uh, Tarasenko, who we'll talk about in a minute. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a tough week for me. Yeah, man, I feel bad for you. Thoughts and prayers out to you. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a tough hit for the Avalanche. It's looking the all the uh, role player the support that they added over the summer and off season is just becoming more and more important. Yeah, it's thank God they've got guys like Jonas Donskor because this is, I, it still sounds like Ranton could be out longer. Like for some reason, and I, this could be totally wrong and I could just be making this up, but out indefinitely to me means less than week to week because week to week is so quickly month to month that I think we lose track of time a little bit with long-term injuries like what Rantanen definitely has. Um, So I'm hoping, obviously I'm hoping he comes back for his reasons so that he's healthy and they can, you know, try to win a Stanley cup. But I mean, also it's a lot, that's a lot of points on my, that could be on my team that are gone. Yeah. Do you know, do you know of anything? I mean, they said lower body injury. Did you hear anything more specific than that, or is that? No, I I didn't, and I don't know if that's why it's out indefinitely. If it's just something that they're going to continue to look at, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I I didn't see anything other than lower body. Do you think injury. this literally just popped in my head? So we've never talked about this before, but you see in the NBA all the time, especially now this load management thing. Do you think that ever becomes part of the NHL? Because when they have injuries listed so vague like this and like you said it's indefinitely it's not day to day it's not week to week it do you think like they're like wow we're we're in cruise control right now let's ha- sit them out a couple of days and i'm not saying that that's the case with landis cog right now but do you see that ever being incorporated into the nhl uh, it's tough and this is like a pretty charged question uh for somebody with some of the takes i have about today's nhl but i will say i hope it does um, but it's no secret and, you know, I, I could admit it as well. That's going to be tough with hockey fans sure, in absolutely. today's age. Like that's a lot of pressure from the outside world. You are quickly LeBron 
very quickly LeBron in hockey fans' eyes because they're already like every every post in a Facebook hockey group is, you know, LeBron getting carried off with cramps and, you know, Campbell killing a power uh, penalty on one leg. You know, it's that type of stuff. It's always being compared to please like my sport mentality. They'll lose a little bit of an edge if they start to see players taking days off for rest. But I think it'd be a good thing. That's just the first thing. I I don't know. It's just the first thing that pops into my head when they go super vague like this because – and I know obviously you don't want to give away a guy's weak spot if you don't have to. But it's just always – I always want – I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I – I tend to be more old school where I'd like to see these guys get out there. And, I mean, if you're a stat chaser, you're a stat chaser. You're going to be out there every game, whether coach wants you to take a load off or not. But to me, it really it, – it's risky, like you said. I mean, because people are going to be jumping all over you. And the only reason it works in the NBA is because Greg Popovich did it, and he had to do it because he had an old team, and he was successful with it, and that's the only reason it caught on. So you would have to, you'd have to have a reason to do it in the NHL, and then you'd have to be successful with it for people to do it. Yeah, and there are so few coaches right now. Like in Jeremy, like, like if you're thinking of Joel Quenville, you know Daryl Sutter's not coaching, coaching right now. But you know Boudreaux, Trotz, all those you know kind of old timey, rugged guys. They're never going to be the ones to do it, but they're probably most likely to be the right. ones successful at it. Um, but. Two points are so valuable in today's league, too. I guess we kind of glossed over this. Is you'd have to be so strategic and pretty disrespectful to sit, you know, to give Sidney Crosby a rest day. Whoever you do that against, they they immediately know that you don't think they can beat you half. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So in hockey, hockey you know, for a good reason, isn't really built on that much disrespect. Um, straight to your yeah. Face. And I guess I, towards a smaller scale, we've seen it with goalies, I guess would be the only place that we have seen a trend towards that in the NHL. Um, but that's understandable. So I, I don't know. I think that's like pitchers and I, you know, say what you will, but I, goalies and pitchers, I give yeah. a break to for that. Well, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. That's, I mean, that's, that's worth bringing up. Um, I mean, we, there's nothing real vague about Vladimir Tarasenko's injury. Uh, he's just going to be evaluated in five months. That's a long, long time for a team that, you know, that we just mentioned it last week and talked about in the summer needs Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah. I, it's exactly what I thought of because we talked about how, O'Reilly was, for all intents and purposes, probably the best player, but Tarasenko needed to be, and now you've got five months <clears throat> at least without him. It's not good. <clears throat> not a good feeling if you're a Blues fan. Uh, can't say they haven't come back from worse, but it's tough to see how they succeed without Tarasenko. Yeah, I mean, you you have to make the playoffs for him to see the ice again at this point. I mean, because if he's getting evaluated in five months, that means he's ready in a week. You know what I mean? Like quickest yeah. that they would come. They wouldn't, you know, evaluate him the morning of a game and he'd play that night. I don't think that's that's really how that works. Um, at least in hockey. I don't I, I, I guess I don't know, but I hope he comes back as quickly as possible when when he's healthy. But that it's uh, tough to imagine that team gets gets anywhere close to the playoffs without. Tarasenko for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's a tough break for sure. Um, not injury related, but still sad because, I mean, my boy Perlini, who we just talked about again, another topic <laughs> we just talked about. Um, the day we released last episode talking about Brendan Perlini requesting a trade, he gets traded uh, to the Red Wings of all things. Like, look at look at us. It's it's nice to see us finally doing business together. You know, we, we sit is. here and, and we I, talk at each other's face all day, but we finally do business. Today. Yeah. And it's, it's good business. I mean, you're getting someone who can play now. I did hear some Red Wings fans were a little bit upset about this because I, you know, liked Regula, Regula, you know, Fettuccine Regula, but I, can't, Regula. I saw, <laughs> I saw that one time on Twitter. I've been saying it ever since, but uh, yeah, it's good. To, it's good to do business with you. Um, 
I hope it benefits us both somehow, but not really how these work most times. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, what's what do we say here in Detroit? If you're scratched over there, come be a starter over here. I, I'm hoping for the best that we get the best out of Perlini, but it's scraps for scraps, as we like to call it. Yeah, it was uh, it was something that, thank God it happened to our two teams because I don't know how much attention is being paid to it by Puck Puck Pass at that point. No, yeah, very true, very true. We've probably there's no other scrap for scrap trade we've ever covered. Yeah, I mean, if if this happened in Canada, I still wouldn't know it happened. <laughs> much like the Heritage Classic, I guess. But that's a topic uh, for yikes. another day. Yikes! Um, also, in player news, getting much better. Uh, UC or UC. Roman Yossi uh, gets his contract extension. He was going to be a UFA this summer, so uh, good for the Panthers locking him up. Eight years, $72 million. Zach, do you know how much money that is to a 37-year-old? Uh, I do not. It's $8 million in the final year of this contract when he is 37. Yikes. So, yeah, Predators, you pretty much had to get this deal done. If you don't lock up Yossi, he walks, and your team doesn't get better. So, uh and I didn't read the total details. I know it's no move clause, pretty front loaded from what I heard, but I haven't seen it like spelled out exactly. But I don't hate. I mean, Yossi earned it, and I don't really hate what the Predators were doing with it. I mean, you're right. You you do have to do this deal from Yossi's. I mean, if Yossi's 28, this might be a four year deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just old enough to think this is probably, you know, I'm not going to sign for three years and then get, you know, my seven-year deal or something like that. So you got to get the eight years now for him, you know, so he's the only meaningful hockey he'll ever play again will be in Nashville. So we'll see how that goes for him. Um, and it's it's a lot of money for both sides. So, But you had to get it done. So I don't I don't have a problem with it. It's just a lot of money. Yeah, I mean he's he's Swiss. He's from Switzerland. They know money. I gotta imagine this probably worked out in his favor. Yeah, I guess this might be one hundred forty-four million dollars. We just don't know the uh, <laughs> where all the rest of the money went. Is that they hide money in Swiss banks? Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Is that Cayman Islands? It's, it's both, both I think. Yeah, that's that's the trick. Okay. You don't know. That's yeah. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, Puck Puck Pass's money must be there because I still can't get a goddamn soundboard. <laughs> And Maria did no research for us over the weekend. No. This half hour (laughs) intro. Jeez. Um, So we'll, now I'm, I'm already forgetting. Oh, and Brent Seabrook real quick. I forgot this in the, uh, the rundown. Yeah. Did you hear what he said today? Uh, no, I didn't. I heard he said something, but he was basically like, I'm 34. I like, I feel fine. I feel like I can still skate. Uh, you guys are ripping me, but I feel like I can still be a good player for someone. Yeah. So they, they were going to healthy. That's what I saw. They were going to healthy scratch him for tonight. And he was like, yeah, it's not fun sitting out. I think they've got to be trying to get him. He's got a no move clause as well. Doesn't he? I think he is. And yeah, I think they might be trying to get him to wave that. I think that's probably what they're trying to do. And I think he only says that if it's on his mind. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no, yeah. So, I mean, the problem is, is you're, you're not really getting anything back and you're probably going to have to retain a good portion of salary. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if I can look up fast enough. What is, what is, well, go to our good friends at cap friendly. How much he's owed for the rest of his career. It's a lot. I, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a good amount of money and it wasn't, it was kind of worth it at the time that they signed it, but uh, I mean, you knew then it was going to be yeah, a problem. Average looks like just short problem. of seven mil. So I can't. Well, I mean, there is a place that they do do business with that just got rid. Oh, they didn't. Really He's not a free agent until twenty four twenty five. Yikes! Yeah, they're screwed. They're stuck with him. I mean, no one's going to So, yeah, that. retaining salary does de- definitely becomes an issue then. Oh, man. Well, hopefully Seabrook can find the ice somewhere because he deserves to go out under his own terms. 
because he has yeah, been great I'm, for that I'm, franchise. Yeah, as much as I don't like the Blackhawks, I I would like to see Seabrook retire a uh, a Blackhawk. So I can kind of side with them there and feeling like that they're doing them a little dirty. But I also realize it's a business, and from the Chicago Blackhawks aspect, if you're not putting the best product on the ice with Seabrook out there, then you're not going to do it. What if he retired as a Red Wing? The team, I, like- I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like when Chelios. I don't like when guys, unless you're Perlini and no one cares. I don't like going back and forth from the Wings and Blackhawks. It is just such a. I think it's because it's so two like incredible logos and jerseys that you see one and it's like historic. Like it's it's tough to see a guy in two historic jerseys. Yeah, Does that I make sense. Yeah, because if it was like a. I don't even know who the Blackhawks' other rivals are. Minnesota, probably. Like that's that's no big deal. St. Louis and Nashville. St. Louis, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Red Wings, big deal. I don't like it. Yeah, I I don't like it either. Don't retire a Red Wing, Seabrook. Uh, do you want to talk Bruins or Penguins? Oh, uh, let's sorry. talk. Yeah, let's talk Penguins. All right. Uh, good news for the Penguins. Evgeny Malkin could be returning as early as Saturday. Yeah, that is the Oilers, I believe. Against the well, Sidney Crosby scored one of the greatest goals I've ever seen against the Oilers last year in that overtime game. So let's hope we get something similar to that product. <laughs> Russian machine breakdown, but Russian machine fix good. Yeah, Russian Machine's breaking down kind of all over the place. Um, if you haven't seen it, you can check out uh, Log- Logan's Lauren's article uh, that went out today for uh, for Belly Up Sports. She wrote about Malkin's crypto cryptocurrency. Yeah, he's in a little issue. bit of a schmooze issue. So, yeah, we're not going to spill the beans. Go check that article yeah. out. Definitely, yeah, definitely go check that out. But very good news for the Penguins with him returning. They've been not bad without him. So this is a good sign. Uh, Malkin said with him coming back, they now have five good lines. Scary mm-hmm. to think about if you're the rest of the Metro, because like we talked about last week, when we really dove into the Metro. It's a lot of lines. If the, <laughs> the uh, that's uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov lines, I believe. <laughs> uh, they're both Russian. I guess it works out. I didn't even think about that until I said it. But um, all it takes is for the Penguins to get hot, for that to become the uh, Capitals, Canes, and Pens. Penguins uh, show real quick. Yeah, they're up. Uh, they're up four nothing on the Flyers at the end of the first as we speak. So. Four nothing already. Oh, <laughs> glorious day. Sorry, Flyers. Uh, yeah, it's tough, but you know we'll definitely keep an eye on whether he's productive uh, when he comes back or not. And knowing Malkin and what a tough duty he is, he's probably close to a hundred percent. But uh, you hope he can go out there and continue to get healthy because these guys don't come back when they're hundred percent all the time. Right. Uh, so the Boston Bruins are pretty good. Yeah. Holy cow. Is this my worst nightmare or is this my worst nightmare? You, uh, yeah, your article might've been the kiss of death, but I mean, David Pasternak is very, very talented. He leads the league in points and goals right now. Yeah, and seems to only be getting better. Uh, to that point, he leads in points, leads in goals, also has more assists than he has points. He's not an assist leader, but he does have more assists than he has. I mean, more assists than goals. If he had more assists than points, that'd be crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> Very, very talented. <laughs> Entered tonight, had 11 goals in 11 games today. He's already scored tonight, so he's got at least 12 through 12. Could we, KJ, see an 82-goal performance out of David Pasta? No, but I think we very realistically could see a 60-goal season. That was my next question. And Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be pretty close if he keeps anywhere near this pace. Uh, and he's getting a lot of help from two very good players in Marchand and Bergeron, obviously, but he uh, he's incredible to watch. Insane. He averages less ice time. I, it's by a few seconds, but he still is on the ice less than Marchand and Bergeron, and he's outperforming them both. Um, to the to the point of this those three, Pasternak and Marchand are insanely fun to watch, and I, and yeah. I say that as a Bruins despiser. It rivals Drysaddle and McDavid, and I know you probably don't like that, but they are fun to watch. And 
Pasternak and Marchand are right up there. And they got the points to prove it. Balling, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it rivals... Uh, the, it, like, I'll look back at one of my favorites when, when Kane and Panarin were on the line together. And that was... Yep. So that was just so fun. Um, and two kind of similar players, Marshan's more of an assist guy. Um, and Kane was scoring a crazy amount of goals back then as well. So um it's it's a ton of fun. Uh and Tuca's playing just as well. Yeah, I know you wanted to give Tuca a shout out. Tell us just how well Tuca's playing. Uh would you say leading the league in goals against average and save percentage good? Wow, yep. I would say that that is as good as Carey Price could never get. Yikes. I do think he did that one time. But to be fair, Yikes. Tuka <laughs> is, uh, is is probably still outperforming those numbers. I mean, everything he – where is it? A 952 yeah, one... save percentage. God. The... 952. Where's the, where's the goals against average? 1.48 goals against average. He's given up nine goals in six games. I mean, that's ins- that's incredible. Like, so, so if we're quick maths here, real quick, he's letting in one out of every twenty. So he's getting nineteen out of every twenty saves. And if he's averaging one point four eight, then you've got to take at least thirty shots to get one and a half goals past him. That's, and we all know you can't, the, you can't get a half a goal. So you need, yeah. realistically, you need 40 shots to get two goals past this guy. That's like, I'd be intimidated. Yeah, and I mean, their defense is so good. I can't imagine you, I mean, six games, He's it's 31 shots against per game. Yeah, so wow, wow. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's unheard of. Like, two guys, honestly, it's kind of like their football team up there. Offense is very good. Defense is incredible. I, so yeah, it's so good that you like I, I don't know about you, but I don't see anyone anywhere talking about Boston's defense except right here. So yeah, right right here on the just on no under the Boston anti Boston podcast. And, and here we are giving him the praise he deserves. Yeah. The team but is that's, very good. Yeah, and that comes from Pasternak, Marshawn, Bergeron performing like they are right now. And everyone's got their focus there. And you can try to shut them down as much as you want going into a game, but you can't win if you can't score. And it's almost like Boston's defense and Tuka Rask included are getting overlooked game by game. I mean, the only team with better defense right now is the only team ahead of them in the division is Buffalo because Buffalo's got two guys doing that. Almost that. Two guys doing almost that is just good enough to be – two points ahead of Boston with two more games played. That's what, that's what might be more shocking than anything. Yeah. So, okay. We might be onto something here then defense wins championships. Has anyone ever said that before? We, we might be the first. No. Did Herb Brooks say that? No, we're smarter than Herb Brooks. Wow. Yeah. So defense wins championships and, uh, it's Boston's looking like one of those contenders that just is there all year and has a great chance to because they're doing it the right way. They don't have to score. I mean, they're plus 12 and they only have 36 goals for right. Buffalo's plus 11, but they have 44 goals for. I mean, they're doing it almost exclusively with defense, except for Pasternak, who's got over a third of their goals now having scored today. Wow. Look at us. Yeah, so, okay, so here's my biggest worry then as you just laid that out in front of me is that the Bruins this year become the Avalanche last year. I don't know. I think they might be better. That, and the that's were the last thing year. is, yeah, Rask makes them better than the Avalanche last year for sure. So you're really, as a Bruins fan, just hoping Rask doesn't fall off, which I don't think is a realistic worry. But... If he does, I mean, he's gonna fall off, but I mean, he could, yeah, from 1.48 you know, and 9.52. Absolutely, I would think he falls off. Otherwise, sign this, but man I guess to it's not when you, when you start this hot, 925 isn't impossible, yeah. 
That's yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, and then you wanted to tie this in. Was this what you wanted to tie into something else? Yeah. Or was this so thing? yeah. So this was the uh, moving on from the the Bruins to the Maple Leafs, which is I know right. is a tough situation for either fan. Everyone moves on from the Maple <laughs> Leafs, so it's kind of backwards. Um. <laughs> uh, and that's exactly what this is talking about. So today, Ov, I wasn't. Sh- I don't know what uh, what he was asked, but they played the Leafs tonight, so I had to do something with the Leafs. And he basically said that he hopes the Leafs can learn they're a good team, but they need to figure out if they're playing for themselves or if they want to play for a Stanley Cup. And that's what will elevate their game. Ooh, I and, like that. I hadn't seen this before. You were telling me. Yeah. Right so this is. Coming from Ovi, who could not win a cup, who was in the exact situation the Leafs are in now, was good on a good team, winning President's Trophies, were getting knocked out of the playoffs. He figured it out, and he pretty much just for free gave the key to the Leafs and was like, he, I mean, he was talking to reporters. He wasn't talking directly to the Leafs, but he basically said, you guys need to <laughs> stop playing for yourselves, play to win a Stanley Cup because you're mega talented. And then later today, so I thought that was interesting. I thought Ovi was spot on. That's what I wanted to say. I thought he nailed it. Ovi moved up a couple yeah, of notches. Yeah, I mean, who knows better than yeah, him? Yeah, exactly. Like, moved up notches in my book. This guy's smart. He's got an IQ. He's not just a powerful shot from the wing. Babcock comes on later. Somebody asked him. I saw a tweet. I have yet to verify if it's true or not, but I saw somebody say that Babcock said that Ovi was right. Which, yeah. What? Which is... I I mean, alarm signals are going off for me because if Babcock says Ovi is right and has been communicating this to his team, then they got a bunch of sorry lose sorry learners. I did pretty good to protect my French right there. <laughs> they got some sorry learners on our team. But if he's resonating Ovi and has never said it to his team, then oh my gosh, yikes. Yeah, if this is if that's how they're going to hear about that, that's uh, and it doesn't really sit like since you heard that, since I just learned of that 15 seconds ago, I'm trying to think of if that could be a direct shot to anyone, but I don't think it can be. It is just the whole team hearing themselves get ridiculed uh, by their coach to the media for the first time. And it's not like it's post game and, you know, like you lose three, two and the coach is like, we just got to be better. You know, we got to. Got to make the right decisions and, you know, keep getting pucks deep. It's not that sort of criticism. That's a, uh, I mean, it's not like a serious accusation, but it's a, it's a major criticism from your coach um, who is agreeing with your opponent for that. Yeah. Night. Cause it's one thing to come from Ovi who said, I hope that they can figure it out. He, he, he said, I hope that they can figure it out. But when Balcop says that Ovi's right. Oh man, that's just, I don't know. I don't want to go into rant. I like to have Cockney as our coach. So, have you have you uh, been following this on uh, Maple Leaf Twitter in, during the afternoon? Like, are Maple Leafs upset or green with Babcock at all? So, no, I did not. Um, unfortunately, I did not have enough time to dive into hashtag Leafs Twitter to see what they were saying. But I did see a couple reactions to yeah when when um, Babcock said. And a couple of them said, yikes, they said the same thing. I haven't seen any in-depth on what they think about Babcock now or what that means, but there, there's there's some concern there. But the thing with what Ovi said is he's exactly right. I've, I've never been able to put in <clears throat> to words what exactly the Leafs' problem is. My cat's sneezing. Don't worry about that noise. <laughs> it's National Cat Day. Let him do what he wants. Uh, but... I've never been able to put into words what the least problem was. I always said that they lacked an identity, which was, I guess, was I was trying to say. Novetsky's just much smarter than me because he's been playing hockey forever. He knows that they're probably just playing for themselves. It's probably evident when he's out there playing against them that they're all playing for themselves. Yeah, I, a guy with hockey smarts like that, Ovi may not come off as a scholar sometimes, but there's no doubt that he knows the game of hockey better than most people. So... That's a sort of criticism that even if you just hear it from Ovi, you do maybe take into consideration. But to hear it from your coach is probably a lot more frustrating. Yeah. Uh, 
that's I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad I went into that blind because no matter what happened, I was going to defend Obi. <laughs> uh, so this is a uh, shocking, but I'm excited to see how Leafs Twitter responds to this. It, it, yeah, report. and I will be honest; it slightly scares me because I do think that the Leafs have a talented bunch of group, and I also think that they're smart. And if they can wrap their head around this idea that they that that stats don't matter, that you're not you're not out there just trying to make a payday when your salary's up, and that the cup is the the real goal, I think they could come together and and work together and be absolutely dynamite. And that part scares me. Yeah, yeah. There's a they need. Uh, I think I might have said it last episode when we talked about the. Whenever we talked about the Tavares injury, I mentioned for a brief second that some healing could be done in this time, like without Tavares. Not that not that he's someone that could drive a wedge between the team, but you know it might have given Marner that inflated ego where the contract situation got ugly, and you know we weren't sure for a little while. So maybe Babcock is maybe trying to hurry that up so that the mm-hmm, healing is mm-hmm. done while Tavares is gone. But uh, if this is something that's just happening while Tavares is gone, then I, and they'll, they'll play together as a team when Tavares is back and, you know, we'll, we'll maybe forget all about this, but as it stands, it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting to hear a coach talk like that. Yeah. And, and before we move on, I do want to clear up that I didn't, I didn't see Babcock's comments. So he could have just been like, Yep, Ovi's right. You do need to not play for yourself in order to win a cup, and and not claiming that his team wasn't. I, he could have been agreeing in that way. Yeah. I don't know. I got to read more into it. I hope it's like a bad thing, though. Is me that too. Wrong? Oh yeah, me too. Oh me too. Yeah. Um. Listen, before we get into trick or treating, I do want to tell everyone: by the time you listen to this episode, I will have tweeted out something from Puck Puck Pass. It is one of the most incredible sharp angle shots, goals that you'll ever see is it nhl it was in the penguins yeah it was okay. penguins flyers okay it is inc- oh, it's amazing i can't wait uh you're probably not gonna love it but it's uh, crosby then <laughs> so let's go trick-or-treating can you explain the rules again just so i can understand them one more time <laughs> well explain explain how we're gonna do it to the listener um, but I'll also be paying attention. Sure. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be giving candy out to teams that are going trick or treating. This is our our little Halloween themed episode. So I've got five teams. KJ's got five teams. Um, one of them may or may not be the same. What we'll be doing is approaching each other's door, and uh, so I'll be approaching KJ's door as five teams, and then he will then give out candy that he deems necessary, um, quote unquote candy, to uh, said team. And then I, or him, vice versa, whoever's approaching the door, will walk away from the door giving their two cents on how they feel about their quote-unquote candy. And if that did not clear it up, listen to the first two, and hopefully you get it by the third. Otherwise, you can leave. Okay, so I'll go up to your door first. Okay, yes. Does that work? That works. Okay. All right, so trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat! Oh, hello there. Looking pretty nice. What are you? I'm an avalanche. You're an avalanche. Okay, cool. Well, I've got a bowl of candy over here. I'm going to give you a three musketeers because here's the problem. Two of yours have gone down. And pretty soon, we're going to need to replace them at the pace we're going. So I'm going to give you three musketeers so you guys can stay right where you're at. Keep climbing them ranks. Break records. Maybe you can win a playoff series. Have fun. <laughs> Thanks, mister. I... uh I don't normally eat Three Musketeers because they're just so filling, like like pucks in the back of a net. <laughs> but with, you know, I need something more filling right now because it's, you know, just just kind of meet one guy hanging around. Oh, my God. What if McKinnon's point streak ends? Anyway, uh, I just thought of that. <laughs> Uh, but I, I enjoy the Three Musketeers, and I'm, but I'm going to savor it. I'm going to make it last uh a while until one of my buddies comes back. Good deal. Good deal. All right. That's good. That's good. So we did go about this two ways, just so everyone knows. I mine's a little different. <laughs> oh man. I have a feeling I'm not getting candy, but I'm gonna walk up to the door anyways. 
Trick or treat. Oh my goodness, look at you. You are cute at first glance, but I don't know now. Yeah, pardon me, uh, my mom put this together. I'm a Blackhawk. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I do have a uh, a bowl full of pucks uh, that you can that you can try to help find the back of the net because you clearly need them. Wow. Okay. So, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm walking away from this door with a bag of or a bag or a bowl. How many did I get? A bowl. A, bowl. a bag. I I I gave you all. I got the pucks. all the pucks. Okay. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do with these, but I've got a bunch of them. And I think we're going to head over to the practice facility and try to figure it out. Score more goals, damn it. <laughs> God, I'm so mad at the Blackhawks. All right, I'm going to go sit back down in my living room. Oh, no, I'm going up to your door. <laughs> Trick or treat. <laughs> Hello there. What are you supposed to be? I am the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, God. Here you go. I love you. You get a Snickers because... A, it's my favorite candy. And B, you are just not you when you're hungry. This is insane. The Oilers got hungry this year. McDavid, before the season, said that it was a new-look team. And here they are doing what nobody thought the Oilers would do to start a season. So here you go. You get a Snickers because you've been absolutely awesome and not anything what you're supposed to be. Thank thank you so much for this candy bar that I'm probably going to eat very, very soon. I'll I'll probably be hungry again. Um, very, very soon. Uh, but thank you. As I see John Carlson score, that was good. Stick, stickers. I forgot about that ad campaign completely. To be honest. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's your turn. No, you're trick or treating. No, you're trick or treating. I just trick or treating. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're Guys, right. we literally spent a half Threw hour on too. this, and it's still and we're still bad at it. This is why we need Maria. All right. I'm walking up to the next door. Trick or treat. Oh, look. Look at you. I certainly wouldn't have picked that costume. What are you supposed to be? <laughs> I'm all alone. I'm an Islander. You're an Islander? Well, here's here's a first aid kit so everyone can get back on the ice and and, and contribute to, to the rest of the team. I Spread this out to all your friends, please, okay? It's just the one, but everyone can have it. Oh, thanks, ma'am. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm walking away. I got this first aid kit. I appreciate it. We need this. Um, and we are going to use this hopefully wisely. And we'll uh, we'll return to your door and let you know how it works. Make sure you spread it out. I just <laughs> really need to emphasize the spreading it out thing. Uh, <laughs> trick or treat. I have some candy left. Who are you? I am a wild ant on the Minnesota Wild. Oh, wow. Okay. You get two pieces of candy. You get a hundred grand and a payday. Now go get something watchable with it. All right. Two pieces of candy? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Uh, the epitome of a participation trophy. (laughs) Um, thank you with the hundred. Gr- thank you for the hundred grand. I'm uh, just going to assume this is more, more to Zach Breezy. Just a hundred grand more <laughs> to Zach Breezy, um, and also the payday for both Zach Breezy and Ryan Suter because they get those forever. <laughs> Zach Breezy twice. I love it. It's, I mean, slim pickings for the wild. So thank you for giving them two candy. <laughs> All right, my turn. I'm put this costume on. All right, I'm ready. Trick or treat. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You come inside. What are you? What are you supposed to be? <laughs> I'm a coyote. I can't believe I just invited a trick or treater into my home. <laughs> uh, but but please come in 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 anything you need. Make yourself at home. I I need to give you all the love and affection and attention that you so rightly deserve. Um, so you you take this and hang out for about seventy more games, and then you can scoot right along in April when no one's gonna really care about you anymore. But for now, here's all the love and attention because awesome. they deserve it right now. Thank you. I'm gonna take all your love and attention for the next seventy games as much as I can, and then I'm gonna do nothing all summer. 
I'm just going to waste away. And then I'm going to ask for love again next year from someone else. Is that okay? That's that's fair. That was also <laughs> a very, very clever criticism of people <laughs> fought feeling bad for the Coyotes. But yes, that is okay. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but I do have to go. I'm going trick-or-treating now. Trick or treat. God damn it, Lisa. That's a weird doorbell. All right. Oh, hello there. Uh, What are you supposed to be? I'm a saber-toothed tiger, but not a predator. Oh, that's good. I'd be worried. Since you're a buffalo saber, you get... (laughs) (laughs) You get a Reese's because not only is it unarguably the best candy in the world, but... We're sorry, not sorry. The Sabres are absolutely killing it. They don't care. The goalies are destroying it. And they are apologizing to nobody. Sorry, not sorry. You get a Reese's. I'll I'll take that Reese's and I I'm gonna keep coming back for Reese's all the way until the playoffs. I I deserve this Reese's and I deserve all the Reese's I'm gonna get in the future. So thank you very much, mister. And please get a new doorbell before next Halloween. I couldn't do this a hundred times and have a straight face. All right. Uh, I got to put the suit on one second. All right. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm walking up. Act like we've been here. Be- I haven't been here before. Mm, trick or treat. Oh, it's, it's you again, because one is never enough. Uh, and you'll probably still complain that two isn't enough. What are you, well, what are you again? Uh, I'm just a silly little oiler. Ah, uh, I will. I see the other neighbors didn't give you what you really need. Uh, so why don't you why don't you let me put this parachute on you? Because you're going to need it when you come tumbling back to Earth in a few weeks. Oh, man. Uh, all right, sir. I appreciate this parachute because safety first, you know. But I really don't think I'm going to need to use it, which in the past has been my downfall. So I probably won't use it again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I almost tweeted that joke for Halloween, but I thought it'd be better used uh, in our in our segment. So <laughs> you're you're welcome, listeners. All right, let me one more for each. You guys are almost done. Is, oh, that's right. All right, trick or treat. <gasps> wow, you are the best looking one I've seen all day. What are you? I am a giant winged weed. <laughs> Wow, that is that is awesome. What a what a great costume. Here you go. Uh you get a take five and no it's not losses because you took eight of those in a row and it's absolutely disgusting. And I can't even put you on my TV anymore. Um so you get a take five because you need to rest, relax, regroup, re everything that there possibly is in the world so that we can enjoy your hockey again. Have a great night. Uh they th- thank you. <laughs> uh do you have another one so I can give my coach five more? That is exactly yeah, how it I'll, is. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate that take five. Thank you. Uh, all, all right. right last, last one. Watch Here we go. Lose. You'll like yeah, this I like one. This costume too. Put this on. Little Katy Perry style. Ding dong. Trick or treat. Oh my goodness. You look like a whale. What are you supposed to be? Oh, uh, close, mister. I'm a shark. I, I, Thought I'd trick the audience with a Canucks reference, but it's a, <laughs> good. It's a it's a very nice shark costume. It's better than the baby shark costumes from the Super Bowl. Here for you, and I hope they fit over your costume. Um, but here's some earmuff earmuffs, so you can stop hearing the rest of the neighbors talk shit about you for the rest of the season. Ah, oh, these headphones. No, they they don't play music. They just they stop noise from coming in. There's a lot of noise around you about what a shitty kid you are. So I just uh, want to block you from that. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we're just, I'm going to get all my friends and we're going to get real mad. And then we're probably going to fake an injury. And then, and then we're going to get you. Okay. We'll be back. Your neighbor's a Kings fan. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of, that was a ton of, I'm really, I'm really glad we put all that prep into this this is uh yeah I, entertaining I, to say the least hey just wait till christmas or thanksgiving yeah yeah this We're is gonna, my, my promise to the listeners is by halloween next year we will we will have that down fluently 
I promise you. Yeah. We'll we'll have the Christmas version down fluently. Okay. The right. stocking all stuffers right. or whatever we do. That'll be a little more fluid. That was fun. But though. I do have to I do have to ask you, did yeah. you look up like the catchphrases for those candies? No. Or like their slogan? I, I will admit I looked up like a list of candy bars. Uh but I no, I've for the most part, I just went off the ones that I knew. Well, then you should be their spokesperson because that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> um, but no, that was that was a ton of fun. And I like I prepped with Stephanie, I prepped with Zach and Stephanie for a long time. So that was we'll we'll keep doing those. Um, we hope that was fun for you guys as well. I hope you played along and let us know what you give your favorite team. You know, if you got a, um, I mean, I guess if you're Boston fans, there's nothing really more you could give them, but. The rest of the league, you know, tell us tell us what you need, whether it's continuity or uh, a crunch bar. If you're a Capitals fan, Tom Wilson joke. <laughs> Check out my article from last year. Now, um, did we miss anything? I mean, player news was basically the news of the world right now. Games have been good. A lot of oh, a little bit of history on Sunday. Uh, yes, yeah, so, we it's Tuesday. Yeah, so yeah. Sunday night was the fifth, the sixth time in NHL history. That uh, on a night where seven or more games were played, every game had at least one team score five goals or more. Wow. I did not know this. You did not share this. Yeah. That was me. That was, yeah, that was I, Sunday? Uh, that was Sunday night, yeah. Wow. And there was, eight, there was like eight games, eight or nine games, I want to say. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games. Seven games. Okay. They all, you're, yeah, you're right. Every winning team had at least five. Wow. Yeah, there are a couple of pretty high scoring ones in there too, like even more, much more than five goals. Yep, some seven, some six. Um, also, if we're talking history slash news, we brushed over the. Uh, I mean, you mentioned earlier, but the Heritage Classic, and I thought Jackson had a good point where it wasn't marketed at all. People barely knew that there was one, and it was like Jets Flames. Like those are two good teams. This wasn't like Montreal, Vancouver. You just pissed off so many people. I, I mean, that's fine. They know it. They would agree with me. <laughs> yeah, no, it is weird though. Like, and I see, I'll, I'll say every year it's kind of like that though. I mean, I, I don't really ever remember seeing much about the Heritage Classic at any point. Can we do better or is it just not worth the effort? Should we even have one? Uh, Yeah, I think it's fine for Canada. Let them have, I mean, they're always going to show up. They're always going to flock to that boys on the pond stuff. But I think here it's because we have the stadium series and the winter classic and everything. And I know Canadian teams have played in the winter classic and it's not exclusively teams from the U S but I mean, we've, we've got enough saturation of the the context of that game. So I don't, I, don't know. I guess I just don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. For those of you that missed it, I believe the flames won two to one in overtime, possibly shootout. I don't recall, but so see the, this is, how, this, this is how little we know about it. The Jets won. Sorry, yeah. two to one. Jets won two to one. I remember turning it on, or maybe I was on Twitter so much that I think I watched like 10 minutes of it. I didn't even, until Jackson sent that message, I had no idea it was even going on. Uh, like, it was one of those things where, like, it happened. I was like, oh, that was coming up. <laughs> you just kind of forget about it. Yeah, I was watching uh, the Hurricanes Blackhawks game that afternoon. Who won that game? Hurricanes did four nothing, and I, I was upset because, pretty sure my take on Chicago being a scary team is dead in the water by now. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, uh, personal news: we're both three and zero in fantasy. That is good. A shout out, Quinn, your boy, because he's three. also three and zero. Yeah, yeah. You were. I mean, you were down big going into the final day of the matchup. Uh, my wife Stephanie up huge. Uh, different matchups, but Zach ended up pulling out W. Stephanie fell from the ranks of the unbeaten. So it's uh, it's been exciting. I think I'm going to take a little bit of a hit, though. I don't really. Yeah, with Tarasenko was... and Landeskog out, you're going to have to wave away yeah. hard. Yeah. I was, I was trying to get Trocheck for somebody, but I don't know. Fancy, fancy hockey's fun. I just, it's just not something that like I ever feel the need to like make a lot of trades. At. Yeah, Basically. low pressure. Yeah. Well, uh, as always... Hockeyworld.com, gear, apparel, anything you need for uh, what is now a season that is now a month old? No. Four it's, weeks old. Yeah, almost. Close. Very close. Four, four weeks old by the time you hear this. Uh, 
they've got uh, oh my god I just oh team t-shirts duh I had it written down sorry it's in my notes um, they've got a deal going on for team t-shirts right now it's 10% off um, so go check out all their apparel belly up podcasts on Twitter uh, what have you been listening to lately uh, sound my off. crime podcast have gotten the better of me I have to admit <laughs> uh, if you guys check out sound off I'll actually be on tonight so if you see the next one released I'll be on it that'll be cool um Otherwise, the blackout corner booth, talk to blank, the O show, fifty fifty booking. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one, but I can't think of it. There's so uh, there's so there's so many, and you're bound to find yeah, one. T- if you if you uh, Google Belly Up Podcast Network, you'll find them all, and then you can pick the one you like. They're all great. We're we're a big deal now, so we should we show up on Google very often. <laughs> I also want to let people know often. before you outro us out. Uh, I know you tweeted it, but I will be at College Game Day this weekend. Um, I know it's football and it's a little different for y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is coming to Memphis for the first time in history. Um, so I guess a little bit of a disclosure there. I live in Memphis. So I'm trying to get there as early as I can Saturday morning. Look for me on TV. I'm going to be holding up a sign. I'm still undecided on what the sign's going to say, but it'll have belly up logos and probably a puck puck pass logo in one of the corners. Um, so I can throw some hockey love in there. But look for me. And if you find me there, free shirt on you if you take a selfie. Yeah, definitely, definitely go find Zach Mack, and this episode will be out plenty of time before that. So go check out Zach for a belly up shirt of your choice. Uh, but if you don't find Zach, but you still want a belly up shirt, you still have time a couple days. Check out the uh, breast cancer awareness stuff. Still building up that donation um, for breast cancer awareness, and still being matched by Design Tree, dsgntree dot com. Uh, they they do incredible stuff for us and uh they'll have exactly what you need this is a fun episode i'm glad we did the halloween that was fun that was fun very spooky guys thank you as always uh for sticking with us and we're gonna keep doing the two episode thing you guys seem to be liking it uh we really appreciate all the new listeners and uh everyone obviously that's been sticking around uh for twitter list maria for at belly up zach mac i'm at Belly Up KJ, and this was at Puck Puck Pass Pod. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you later this week. I guess I got to start saying that. We saw no light. We saw no signal. Be sure to follow your hosts on Twitter at Gearholtz underscore K, at Belly Up Zach Mac, and at Puck Puck Pass Pod. Yeah.